Hi, Janet. It's Michael. Uh, sorry I missed your call yesterday. I was expecting you to call uh, over the weekend. That's kind of when you said you'd call. So, uh, you know, yesterday I'd gotten up really early. It was probably 3 o'clock when I got up because I wanted it. I wanted to put out part two of a podcast dealing with the very subject that we're on here. Janet is uh, the stone. And uh, anyway, so I'd gotten up really, really early yesterday, so I had to take a snooze, right? Anyway, I missed your call. But here's the deal. Here's the deal, Janet. I have so desperately wanted to kind of kind of warn you. Oh, that's not really a good eye. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, tell you what, let's begin here. Let, let's talk about your dream. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relate the dream to you, Janet, as I remember you related it to me. All right, so here we go. You see this huge, massive auditorium, and there is more people in this auditorium than you are able to count, right? Just lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people. And uh, and anyway, so uh, you're waiting for something, and, and as it turns out, you're, you're waiting for me, all right? And so I guess I come out on a stage, and I have what is apparently in my hand a rock or a stone, but the, here's the deal, Janet. You see this ginormous angel over me, and when you related the dream to me, you were not sure whether or not that was Michael. You kind of thought it was. That was your first impression in the dream. Well, I'll tell you what, girl, indeed it was. That is who you saw. That is who you saw. But I want to tell you what he represents, right? Sometimes we take a look at dreams, and we don't ever get any farther than the surface of them. We just, we just see what we see and put it on the shelf and pass on. Maybe somebody else will figure this out. But let me, uh, let, let me tell you why uh, you see the archangel in, in his dream, and he's like overshadowing me, Janet, is, first off, you need to interpret what the angel means. An angel is a messenger, a messenger, Janet, a messenger sent from heaven, a messenger with a heavenly message. That's what the angel represents. And when you see that that angel is Michael, he is the chief angel. He is the chief messenger. He has the top, the most important, by far and away, the most important message of the entire book. That's who he represents. That's why he's called an archangel, right? Preeminent in the message that he has. And the message that Michael has, Janet, all right, you need to consider this angel, where do you see him in the Word, all right? You see him in Daniel 12, right? And you see he's, he's the prince, right? He's the prince that, that stands at, at, at the end of time, right? And what else do you see? You see the righteous and the wise who are shining as bright as the firmament, okay? You're witnessing the beginning of the resurrection. That's in Daniel. Now, you go over to the book of Revelation, Revelation 12. You see him again, Janet. And it's the great war. It's the great red dragon. All right? Okay. Get a hold of this. All right? This has to do with these two visions that you see in the word Daniel and Revelation 12. So this stone, this rock that you see in my hand, that you are waiting for me to throw it to you, Janet, Right, And as you correctly surmised, the stone that the builders rejected, the cornerstone, the chief stone, the tried stone, 
But here's the deal. You need to know what what was it that they rejected? What is this stone? Now you think, oh, well, that's Jesus. That, that, that is such a shallow answer. It's true, but it's shallow. It comes without any understanding whatsoever. Uh, uh, to, to just look at it as words on a page means it's still dead. But if you know what that stone is that was rejected, Janet, you are going to understand, you know, and, oh, God, here's, here's the deal. One of the reasons why I really wanted to talk to you beforehand, before, because I already, I've already done the messages, Janet. I've already prepared the stone. I've already prepared it, Janet. But this is a paradigm shift, girl. It is a paradigm Look up the phrase, Google it, paradigm shift. All right, God is doing a paradigm shift in his people. And do you know why? Because they are dying. They're dying, Janet. They're dying. They're about to be thrust into great tribulation and slaughtered. Oh, God, and slaughtered, Janet. The great shaking is coming. And nobody is going to be able to avoid this. Nobody. And the reason why God brings such a tremendous shaking to his people, Janet, is because they're sound asleep. They won't listen to him. They won't wake up. They won't do what he is crying out to them to do. That's why he's got to shake them. He's got to shake them until they wake up. And let me tell you what happens in the midst of this shaking, Janet, is that you are going to end up screaming with all your heart, screaming with all that is within you the name of Yahshua, the Messiah, or the name of Jesus. But you are going to scream that name like nobody's business. And it's, and it's unfortunate that God has to shake people that severely to get them to wake up, to get them to do the one thing, the one thing that he has always asked of man, that man has always thrown it back in his face. Every time God has brought forth this stone that the builders rejected, what did they do? They rejected it. They refused it. I'm going to tell you something here in, uh, I believe it's Psalm 14. And you Christians have misquoted this psalm from the get-go. And you always want to say, uh, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. And you say, see, there we go right there, man. Uh, atheists are fools, and that is not what that's about. That has not a thing to do with it. These are the people that rejected the stone. The people that said no God are the builders that rejected the stone. That's who they are right? That's who they are. What this verse really says is the fool, the fool says in his heart, no, God, no, I will not. I refuse to do what you say. That's the fool. Yahshua said exactly the same thing, but to whom shall I liken a foolish man? He who comes to me, hears my word and does not do it. He does not do it, Janet, and great is the fall of that house. And I got to tell you something, the, the, the entire religion of Christianity, Janet, is made up of people who have rejected the stone. And that's why I say, girl, you do not know what this stone is. This stone is the paradigm shift. This stone is the beginning of creation. This stone is so phenomenal. Janet, this stone is eyesight to the blind. You receive this stone and your eyes are going to pop wide open and you are going to see things that are going to startle you. You are going to see things that are going to continue to shake you up. You are going to see things that are, uh, that are going to 
mega piss you off. You are going to see the lies that have kept people in bondage, that have kept them in dungeons, that have kept them in prisons, that have kept them blind as a bat and deaf as a doorpost. You know, you're going to see all these things, and it's going to shock you. It's going to astonish you. In some cases, it's going to piss you off. In some cases, you're going to rejoice. But there is a whole lot that you are going to see if you receive this stone. So the reason why, Janet, I asked you to go before God and ask him about this stone wasn't because I don't know what it is, Janet, but because you don't. Because you don't. And the reason why I asked you to go before God and ask him to confirm to you that you need the confirmation, else how else are you going to receive this stone, Janet? Seeing as how from the beginning of time, girl, from the beginning of all time, man has rejected this word. He has rejected it, Janet. He's thrown it on the trash heap. And it is the sole reason for the utter and to total destruction of Israel and Judah is because they rejected the stone. And I tell you truly, at this time, uh, Christianity has also totally and utterly rejected the stone. And I know, Janet, I'm telling you this because I know that you do not know what it is. I know you don't. I know you don't, right, but if you did, you would completely understand. So I wanted to give you this little kind of intro first, just to prepare you, Janet, because when I'm giving this message, I'm not pulling my punches. I might do that face-to-face -face with, with a friend, and, I, and I'm trying to give something to them gently, but when I'm giving my podcast, I do not pull my punches, and I'm going to say things in there, Janet, that's going to piss you off. I'm going to say things in there, Janet, that's going to shock you, you know, and and here's the deal. That's why I asked you. I asked you. And this is for your sake, not for my sake, for your sake, that you need to go before God and ask him about what you are going to hear. Okay? And, and, and Janet, so that God can tell you, girl, this is truth, truth, truth. And if you have to if you have to put a seatbelt on, Janet, and anchor your ass to a chair, all right, so that you cannot get up and run away, right, because you're going to want to. At times, listen to this, you're going to want to get up and run away, okay? And I know that. I know that up front. I've seen it happen many, many times, and here's the deal. Here's the deal, Janet. You don't ever, and it's kind of a warning, you do not ever, no, never, ever, no, 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 ever. Do you want to? Do you want to rebuke the word of God? Don't you ever, ever do this, Janet. Don't ever do it, or your life is going to be a living hell, and you may never escape from it. All right. You receive the word with meekness. You receive the word with humility. Do not receive it, Janet, with your fists clenched. Do not receive it with arrogance, or it'll kill you, all right, very serious, there's a very serious word here, you could drop over dead like Ananias and Sapphira, all right, that's how important and how powerful this message of the stone is, hey Janet, it's the next day, and this is what you call an addendum, I want to tell you something, Holy Spirit got me up about 3.30 this morning, all right, and so uh, I was pretty groggy. I came into my office and I sat down and 
And uh, I, anyway, and, and I listened to a previous podcast that I had done, and I was listening to it and listening to it, and it's called The Fear of God and the Strong Man. And anyway, Janet, the thing I want to get across to you here is I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you at all. I, and I understand that when, when you heard the, you know, the first, it's about 10 minutes long, and it may have sounded like it, but I'm not. And here's the deal, Janet, is that the reason why I'm giving you such a strong warning about putting a seatbelt on and anchoring your ass to a chair so that you don't run away is because I ran away. Janet, I ran away from this word in 1988, okay? And I spent three and a half years of just sorrow and misery and fear, right? Just misery. And my life was, it was a living hell, Janet. It was a living hell until I yielded and I did what the Holy Spirit was saying to me, all right? That's why I'm giving you a strong warning because I myself have done it. You can't make any more mistakes than I made, right? You just can't. <laughs> so anyway, so I, this is the little addendum, and I hope it's going to calm you down a little bit. But do me a favor. Please, please call me when you get done hearing this and I'll give you directions, okay? I've, I've kind of changed my course a little bit on this, all right? But it's for your sake, Janet. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue on with this a little bit. So here's the deal. It, it, it's kind of like, you know, the expression that goes on inside of me is I've been agonizing over you and agonizing over you, and I didn't realize why. It's because I had made the same mistake, right? I didn't want to see you do the same thing. But anyway, this is the image I've had two images of you, you know, with me trying to give you this message, and one of them is this. Um, and it's like, here you are, Janet, and, and I see you like this phenomenal little filly that we used to have, and her name was Duca. And Duca was the daughter of my stallion, my great big giant Morgan stallion, most beautiful boy you ever saw in your life, man. Well, she was his daughter. And, uh, and her mother was Duna, and Duna is my alpha mare, and she is phenomenal. She's the one I fell off of when I broke six ribs and I was laid up for two years, right? Anyway, so Duca was, uh, was their offspring. Duca was their, was their baby. And Duca was this little Icelandic Morgan Cross, Janet, and she was just the prettiest little thing you ever saw in the spirit she had. Oh, God. Like I say, she was just this little girl, just this little baby girl. And when she would get with the herd and they would run, you would see her mane, her mane just flying, her tail out. And, and the way she held her head, you just saw the spirit in that little gal. She just had to get out front. She had to get out front. And she would fly like the wind. Anyway, so, uh, but the other part of Duca was is that uh, when the farrier came over to do her feet, man, she was so unruly. She would throw her hinds. She would not stand still, and she could be downright dangerous, man, when you tried to get a hold of her feet, you know. I don't know if you've ever seen, you know, a young filly or a young horse throwing their hinds, but they can hurt you pretty good, right? So uh, anyway, uh, Duca had to get a, um, she had to get a special guy, and this special guy was Big George, and he was a big-time cowboy man from uh, eastern Oregon, and he was a master horse trainer. So that's how we calm Duca down, and that's one way that I've seen you, Janet, that you're like Duca. Here's another way that I see you when it comes to trying to wake you up. 
is that in this is our era, and this is something that belongs to our generation, Janet, and that's Vietnam. And if you recall back in the day when our boys were coming back from uh, from Vietnam, especially guys that had been uh, out in the jungle, out in the rice paddies, you know, for uh, for about a year, and uh, you know, it's a hard, 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 hard place to be. But when they came home, right, especially when they went back to their wives and their families or whatnot, a lot of these guys, if you woke them up a little wrong, right, it's morning, it's time to get up, you know, the, the vet, he's still asleep, the wife comes over, she shakes him on the shoulder, and he wakes up and cold cocks her, right? <laughs> he doesn't mean to, that was never his intent, it was not his heart, but that's how they woke up in the jungle under, under fire. They had to wake up fighting, Janet, or, or they could die. They had to wake up fighting. So I've also kind of seen that with you, too, that you're kind of like a non-vet, and it's kind of like, man, I want you to get this. I realize you, you, you could blow up. You could throw your hinds. You could cold cock. You know, you could do all this kind of stuff. Nevertheless, Janet, nevertheless, nevertheless. Um, so it's, it's just that I care for you. You're my friend. You've done so much for us. And, uh, and and I want you to get this. This is, you know, when it comes to the stone, Janet, oh, man. You know, I thought, you know, for since the day you had that dream, Janet, I thought I had this. I really did. And, and I did. I really, really did. But, and, and I think you know this from visitations, you get so much that it takes a while. It can take years for everything to coalesce. Well, like I was saying, with the fall of the election or, or with the fall of President Trump, right? This is when God opened up everything to me. And it is the salvation of America if we the people, if we the people will finally, Janet, finally after 6,000 years receive this stone. If we'll do that, oh God. Anyway, so I'm going to take you through this slowly. Like, like I've said, I don't want to take a chance on waking you up too quick, right? And it's not because I'm afraid you're going to hurt me. It's I'm afraid you're going to hurt yourself, right? And, uh, you know, and, and so i I got to tell you something else, too, about that. And I keep saying, like I said, I keep seeing you as Duca, right? This <laughs> is Philly. I keep seeing you as Duca. And anyway, so, uh, and, and, and this is, it's like, you, let, let me put this into a perspective that, that maybe you might enjoy this a little bit, right? Because let me tell you who the master horseman is, Janet, who is chasing you down, right? And I think you know who that is. That is the Holy Spirit. If you want to put it that way, or that is Yahshua, man. And he is chasing you down like a wild horse hunter out in the, out in the plains of Nevada, you know? And it's like, and I see this golden lariat go out and get you around the neck, man. And let me tell you what he's doing, Janet. He's cutting you from the herd. He's got his eye on you. This is the one that raises the war horses for the most high. This is the one that's calling out the war horses, Janet. He's got his eye on you, and he's going to get his rope around you, and he's going to cut you from the herd, and he's going to train you, and he is going to meek you, M-E-E-K. He's going to meek you. And I don't know if you know what, a, what it means to meek a horse, but when you meek a horse, Janet, you make them so sensitive to the master's touch that they are one. Horse and rider are one. And these are the war horses of God, Janet. And, and I hope you get a little excited about that because, uh, you know, this is what the matter. Master rides in the battle. So just think about that for a little bit. And anyway, like I said, when you get down here and this girl, call me. 
call me and talk to me, okay? And, uh, and I'll talk to you later because I haven't given you the stone. I'm not going to give it to you until, until you hear these things first, right? I can't. I don't want to lose you, Janet. I, wanna, I, I don't want to lose you. So anyway, give me a call, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey there, me again. Um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to shut me up once I get going. Look, I was just, I've been having problems posting this thing to Facebook. So, uh, you know, anyway, and I'm kind of, kind, of, kind of glad I am. So anyway, what I'm going to do, Janet, is real briefly here. I'm not going to take up too much of your time anymore. Real briefly here, I'm going to stick a song on the end of this thing that God gave me in 2014, right? And uh, <laughs> it's, you know, to you, it, it might be a, kind of a parable, uh, maybe kind of a riddle. But then again, it might be in your face. <laughs> so I'm just going to stick this on the end and you listen to it. And uh, this has a lot to do with, uh, with where we're headed, girl, has it? awful lot to do with it okay so just kick back it's another little song from michael and uh and uh, we'll talk in a little while bye-bye Day I will call the light for the children of my dear. 